What is up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew. Welcome back to Founders Journal, my personal audio diary, where I give you, the business builder, the tools you need to think better in order to build better, whether that's building a business, a team, or a new product. What has made Morning Brew successful? I get this question all of the time. And it's not straightforward because it can be attributed to several things. Some of it is luck. Some of it is problem solving for an underserved audience. And some of it is faith to just putting product out thanklessly for years on end. But if I had to pick one thing to attribute our success to, it would be focus. Putting our blinders on, ignoring the outside noise, and doing one thing exceptionally well for almost four years, that is what made us successful. And this concept of focus sounds so easy, obviously. But in practice, it is probably the most difficult part of building a business. Let's hop into it. Once you start getting any semblance of traction as a business, you become a magnet for opportunities. Customers start requesting new products. Employees start sharing ideas with you for new things they want to be considered to be launched. And your own mind as a builder swirls with big ambitions as you start seeing things work and you want to not just be a one-trick pony. The temptation to test and dabble is real, but I believe it was our resistance to shiny new things that kept us building a rock-solid foundation for a brand that would stand the test of time. And when I think of some of the most successful businesses in the world, they were relentlessly focused on doing one thing well before rapidly expanding into other offerings. Let's take Apple, for example. If you look at the history of Apple from the introduction of the Apple One computer in 1976 until 1993, when the company launched PowerCD, which was its first CD player, and then it also in that same year launched Newton, which was its PDA, the company's product suite was amazingly focused. It did just computers and computer accessories for 17 years. That is longer than most businesses last in general. Let's also take Peloton, for example. The $33 billion fitness brand launched in 2012, and it officially went to market in 2013 with a Kickstarter campaign around its indoor cycling bike that it's become known for. The company only recently has placed more emphasis on other workouts in its digital app and other forms of hardware, like launching its second product, the Peloton Tread, which it did in 2018. So for over five years, the company was just working on this indoor bike from 2013 when it launched on Kickstarter to 2018 when it finally launched its second product. That is the thing about focus. Focus is not sexy in the early days while you're actually being focused. But after years of keeping your head down and doing one thing extremely well for a growing customer base, the fruits of focus all of a sudden make your business look sexy to the outside world. And oftentimes, being focused is about saying no. We have said no to hundreds of opportunities at Morning Brew in pursuit of doing one thing extremely well. And for us, that one thing was our newsletter. Nothing mattered beyond creating the best daily business newsletter, getting that newsletter in front of more people, and convincing companies to pay us to get in front of the audience. That was it. So I figured it'd be helpful for me to share a few of the biggest no's that we have given to exciting opportunities at The Brew 
to help you think through how you maintain focus even when it's not convenient or easy. The first opportunity is what I call email as a service. For years, other media, tech, and financial services companies have asked us if we would write their newsletter that goes to all of their customers. We've become known as the email gurus, and rather than build it themselves, companies come to us to effectively buy a competency. So let's just use MasterCard as the example. MasterCard has not come to us. This is just for illustrative purposes. MasterCard would come to us and ask for Morning Brew to create a daily or weekly newsletter about business news or personal finance as a way to engage and retain their millions of credit card customers. And what would happen is we'd set up a one- or two-year contract with MasterCard for some six- or seven-figure fee in exchange for us creating the newsletter for them. In theory, it sounds great. We would be diversifying from advertising revenue into B2B longer-term revenue. We'd be leveraging our skill set that we've built up over the last several years, which is creating great newsletters. And we'd potentially find a new way to use the newsletters we create for MasterCard or other clients to funnel their customers to sign up for Morning Brew. All of that said, we still said no. And here's why. It all comes back to focus. Our goal at The Brew is to empower the modern business leader with engaging and accessible content. We are a media company. Our value is in creating valuable media or content that we own and building a loyal audience that loves the content we create. And so by this definition, anything we choose to do that's not creating content or building audience is a distraction. And of course, there are always exceptions to the rule, but the question is, should email as a service this opportunity be that exception? And we decided no, it wasn't. While we would be shifting away from advertising revenue, this business model that I just mentioned would still rely on a few big B2B clients with a few big checks, all of which could decide not to renew the contract, or they could decide that they would want Morning Brew to help them find writers so they wouldn't have to outsource creating the newsletter in the future. In this model, we'd effectively be an agency. And that wasn't a business model that excited us. Functioning as an agency wasn't a business model that got us so excited that we felt the need to get out of advertising. And for any builder, whenever you're thinking about a different line of business as you expand into whatever new product it is, it's just as important to think about how attractive is the new business model to you beyond just getting excited about the prospect of revenue diversification. On top of this, if we said yes to this deal, it would either mean pulling one of our existing newsletter writers away from our own product, which could risk the existing brand, or we would hire someone new. But again, if we're going to hire someone new, why wouldn't we want that person creating content for Morning Brew, since that would always be our number one priority, rather than creating content for a client that we were servicing as an agency? That's something else to consider irrespective of what you're building. When you do something new, it is not just a financial investment. It's also a question of how resources or focus need to be diverted from other parts of the business. And oftentimes, that's just as important as money itself if you're taking things away from the core that have made you who you are. The last positive of this partnership was the potential of using the newsletter audience of large companies as a funnel to sign up all of these people for Morning Brew. In theory, again, it sounds incredible. Latch onto an existing large audience and convert them to our core product for free. That is literally an audience builder's dream. But in practice, 
the amount of time it would take to make that sort of partnership happen with a large company like MasterCard, especially given all the compliance that would exist around being able to collect email signups to Morning Brew, it would potentially make spending time on this partnership in the first place questionable. All of that said, we continue to say no to email as a service at Morning Brew. Here's one more example for you. Sports Brew. It is probably the most requested product by Morning Brew's audience. Basically, our readers want us to launch a daily newsletter that covers the biggest news in sports. And again, in theory, it sounds great. There aren't a lot of great daily newsletters around sports. Hundreds of thousands of our readers would sign up for it on day one, and there would absolutely be appetite from advertisers, especially the large sports gambling companies like DraftKings and FanDuel. But it also left us with serious questions and concerns. First, would there be confusion around our brand? Morning Brew is the go-to business media brand for the millennial professional. Sure, Sports Brew could be a seven-figure business pretty quickly, but it could also make our audience's understanding of our mission and their faith that we'd continue to build products around them called into question. It just, this story wouldn't necessarily make sense. And that's another consideration that every business needs to make when thinking about how do you maintain focus and when to say yes versus no. Think about the alignment with your brand and think about if you had to tell your customer face-to-face a story of your products and how they all work together, how authentic do you think you'd sound? And a lot of money with a new potential revenue stream can blur your judgment around considerations like this. The second concern around Sports Brew was the type of revenue. This product would do nothing to diversify our existing revenue. We'd be working with a very similar advertiser who would be impacted in a very similar way if an economic downturn were to occur. We, of course, don't need to launch every single product for the purpose of revenue diversification, but ideally, for any new advertising-based products that we launch at The Brew, we would still find ways to mitigate risk, whether that's by balancing the number of big and small companies we work with or diversifying the goals of our advertisers where some are focused on building brand and others are focused on driving revenue. With Sports Brew as the example, we think the advertiser set would have very similar goals and be a very similar size to our existing daily newsletters advertiser base. So like email as a service, we have said no to Sports Brew time after time in order to stay focused on building a loyal audience around one thing to then expand into other on-brand products down the line. How can you think about this as a builder with your own decisions to be made and your own trade-offs to be weighed? Here's how I would think about it. Anytime you are evaluating an opportunity or a decision, these are the criteria I would consider. First, does it solve a clear problem for your audience? If the answer is no, it's a pretty easy decision. Number two, are we well positioned to solve that problem for our audience? It could be a problem, but if your core competencies don't allow you to do it better than competitors, why are you getting into it? Three, how large is the financial opportunity if we effectively solve this problem? Four, just as important as the financial opportunity, how much can it increase the long-term equity value of the business? There are a lot of opportunities that can be short-term money grabs, but that doesn't mean it's improving or increasing the equity value of your company. Number five, does this decision help to diversify revenue? The answer doesn't have to be yes to launch something, but understanding if something diversifies revenue is just an important consideration. Number six, 
Is solving this problem aligned with our mission and brand promise? In the example of sports bro I gave, the answer was no. Number seven, how costly is it if we don't effectively solve this problem or we realize the problem isn't worth solving? Is it one employee? Is it three employees? Is it three employees and existing employees' time and focus, which could hurt your core products? Number eight, could it jeopardize the way in which we are solving other problems for our audience? Said differently, basically, does this new opportunity potentially divert attention away from what you're already doing and jeopardize your core business? And finally, number nine, why is this a better solution than doing nothing? Decision-making is difficult, and oftentimes there isn't one right answer. So going through these questions will not spit out a yes or no every time you're thinking about a new opportunity. This isn't the crystal key, but what these questions will do is ground you in the important considerations you must make to stay focused, stay true to your brand, and keep building for your most important customers. Thanks for listening to the episode, everyone. If you want to show support for this podcast, leave a review on Apple Podcasts for Founders Journal. It is the number one way to grow listeners for a show. Thanks so much in advance, and I'll catch you next episode. Thank you for listening to Founders Journal. Keep up with our community on social media at Founders Pod. That's Founders P-O-D. You can also reach us at foundersjournal at morningbrew.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.